Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Terry Layton joins us. Massive day of racing there in the West. It's the start of the pinnacles. This man loves the pinnacles. Well, he is the pinnacle. There's no doubt about that. Terry Layton, hello to you. Good morning, Gareth. We all have a small rock, don't we, in Western Australia? Yes, yes, we do. Been to the pinnacles yourself, I'm sure. Yes, yes. Wouldn't wouldn't miss it every time you get here, first no. thing you do, off the plane, straight in the three hour car ride up to the up to the pinnacles. Yeah, the pinnacles of the quokka. Now I've got a horse in the first and they're backing it strongly, Holy Enchantment. I think they give it a great each oh. chance today. Okay. First up. Okay. He's sort of a, he's he's a grand been a grand old campaigner, but um yeah, it's interesting the money for him anyway. Do you give him a hope? No, I don't actually, yeah. I didn't know you had a share in that one either. No, I, um, I, would, have, I would have marked it even longer if I knew that. Yeah. I would have had to be Gareth Hall tax, which they usually do, the extra couple of kilos. 50 to 1. Yeah, no, I um, no, I think they're going to have to snag from the gate, aren't they? Is that the plan, just from, from the whitish gate, snag back Probably. and yep. try and run on? So I, I really like Holy Enchantment as a horse, but uh, just some fit. Speed runners, really well mapped runners. I think it'll be super hard to get past in the first. So. Well, it'd be hard to make up ground there today. Oh well, I thought so. That was how I'd done. On Wednesday night, I I do me form in uh, in depth or Wednesday and Wednesday night, and um, the play, the forecast was a fairly uh, was an easterly and turning into a bit of a southerly, and now it looks like there might be more of a southwesterly uh, later in the afternoon. So I think it might be a little fairer than I've initially um, planned for. But uh, look, it's it's playing pretty well, Ascot, this year. It's just it's just standard stuff. You always want to be closer to the speed um, when speed maps, especially when speed maps show strong horses closer to it. But um, no, let's just allow for a, a fair deck, especially with the southwesterly coming in. All right, then, mate. What are we doing then from a, a specials perspective there for you today? Oh, what do we got? We got a few here. Uh, race number one, I think. Uh, hopefully I'm wrong for your sake, but I think it'll be run and one on speed map. I think Mountain Ash will lead. It was super a week ago from the breeze. Uh, I think Bruce Almighty will be on its back. It was huge. Um, it's most recent as well. So I'm, I'm pretty keen to play both of them. Um, that's number one, number seven, sorry, Mountain Ash. Number two, Bruce Almighty will dutch them for a result. Leader leaders back. Uh, in race number two, um, this horse just keeps winning, and I reckon it's been unlucky at winning at times as well. One of its wins at Geraldton had no right last week at, or two weeks ago at Ascot. Um, uh, Pikey outrode Clint significantly when he was on, uh, on Belgrano Bell, and Clint was on special with Sore, but it still won just like a, a better horse. It's just going to keep on winning. So as long as it holds form, I think race two, number two, we're getting a bit of a drift as well, up to $3 plus, which is nice. Um, pretty keen to play special sword. I think the horse that can beat it just on map is number six, Little Silver. Uh, Wolfie will send that forward from the wide gate. And I can't remember the last time Alan Kennedy's ridden at 57 and a half. So I reckon that's a little sign of intent. He might be pretty keen on this one. So we'll save on the on the potential leader or breeze horse in number six, Little Silver. Uh, race number four. It's either you like Al Safina Camp or you're taking it on. Have you got a 
You got an opinion on that one, Gareth? Well, I just can't get over Al Savina losing the other day in a race that didn't really stand up. So, I don't know. When Billy Ray's been well supported with Pickle Bet, it's sort of like just a, a, a I think there's better bets on the program than watching El Safina. I think if, if Grant and Alana Williams didn't train this horse and William Pike didn't ride it, it'd be $6. I reckon it'd be $10. Yeah. I reckon if it wasn't Grant and Alana and Pikey, same. Yeah. If she goes from an 86 plus, sorry, from a AF 94 plus to an 86 plus, so she meets Black Fantasy four kilos worse, Admiration Express five. Well, it's a real bad setup just from a handicap point of view. She opened even money. The market in the railway states, this is like a. Well, that's the thing. If if she wins this with 59, right, she's currently a 96 rater, so she'll pump her up to about 100. It'll be about 102 plus, which means. she won't get any penalty and she carry 53. So if she wins today, she, she wins the railway. It's that simple. But I, yeah, I couldn't even get her favourite today. She went up even money. That was wild. She's out to as much as 350 now, I think, around the traps. And who knows? There's always support for her, but maybe she keeps drifting Will as well. Will she get a I mean, start if she loses today? Yeah, I think so. I've got her about 16th in order of entry. But the thing is, whoever wins today, none of these are in the uh, field. So they'll all jump her. Yeah. Sorry, whoever wins will jump her. Maybe the second horse as well, um, depending how harsh the handicapper is. Um, but, yeah, she should get a start. But if everything that's above her at the moment does end up coming, then maybe not. She could go to a carbine club. Um, but, yeah, she should be getting a 96 rate. should be getting a start either way, you'd think so. Um, but, yeah, just, just last night, I mean, she gave Maricino and Sorry, Maricino got seven kilos. Uh, carried hearing seven kilos more. Pike gave her 10. And, yeah, she was pretty good to the line. She ran the third or fourth quickest last two. Black Fantasy ran the quickest last 200. Gets four kilos and a better, or not a better map, but could end up with a better map. Because uh, Lucy will ride it a little closer here from in, the inside gate. So, yeah, it's being priced on reputation. And yeah. um, I, I just can't have that. So, well, back horse number, I'm going to go a little bit left field. Back horse number two, Ginger Baker. Again, I, I did my form and I thought there was going to be that easterly and suit the leaders a little bit more. It's uh, maybe not the case as much, but the little southwesterly is very weak at this stage of the day anyway, so I don't think it'll be a big deal. So happy to have something on horse number seven who should lead them. They should show intent. Uh, they didn't lead at Northern, which I think cost it the race. Um, last time it led a race over the mile, it beat Aztec Ruler comfortably and it carried way more weight than Aztec Ruler, and I don't think Aztec Ruler would be out of place here. So happy to speculate at $15 plus probably by the time they jump, and I'm also on a back black fantasy just on those weight swings I spoke about. So we'll have something on horse number two, Ginger Baker. Horse number seven, Black Fantasy, uh, race number six. Oh, I like Duchess of Gossip. Starting to get a bit thin in the market now, but um, that's also probably a positive yeah. sign that the camp is keen. So horse number seven, Duchess of Gossip. In that race, make sure in your quaddies um, or you have something on horse number 10, DTA. Um, he's nominated for the Gold Rush off of midweek win, which is, a, which is a bit ambitious. But its first up win midweek was uh, the way it accelerated when Pike shook the reins. That's the sign that a horse has come back five lengths better than it was last prep. So um, I don't think the market will respect that one. It'll drift out. So happy to be on horse number 10. DCA, uh, we're nearly there. Two to go. Uh, race number seven, it's a three-horse race. Red Cam Man, My Bellamy, Man Crush. We're going to back two of them. My Bellamy should be favourite in my mind. Um, maps on their backs. Going super. Um, so we're going to back horse number six, My Bellamy, and Man Crush. The fact it's three times the price of Red Cam Man, and I think its last run was better than Red Cam Man. I feel choiceless um, on having something on. So race number seven, My Bellamy, and the leader, number four, Man Crush. And... 
I'll probably watch Red Can Man beat me and Sook, but that's all right. That's racing. Um, and then race number eight, I really like Oscar's fortune, Gareth. I've been backing it for a month, and um, yeah, I'm I'm a bit nervous, a fair way out, because I've I've had uh, half a Perth GDP on her, so um, okay. on him. So uh, yeah, hopefully he goes well for my sake more than anything. I'm keen on one in that race, but Tuller each way. Mm-hmm. They bet eighteen dollars. Um, Jesus been unlucky. Parnham rides middle gate. I think it's a big chance today. It has. You go back to its trial as well. Its trial yeah. with anything that started this prep before. It's simply nothing's gone right. So, yeah, I'm I'm working on the theory that Oscar's fortune is just a better horse. I I, I initially thought that it was a bit weak last start when Hanchi came at it and it sort of scrambled him by a half length. But you watch it again. Pike, he's either fumbled the reins, the horse is laid in. When he's asked it to respond, um, it's, it's, it was going away from Hanchi, getting on the line, I think. And if you go back to all of its wins when leading or breezing, it's run the quickest or second quickest last two. Like, it's had plenty more in the tank and he's, it's had more in him. So I think Oscar's fortune is, is a very good racehorse and I think all things being equal, he'll, he'll show that today. It's a great duel between Luciani and Miller today. Um, even in race number five, this is Grand Alana Williams, Philly Keshi Boom, but generosity is mm. a big price for mine. Yeah, I've got generosity fatigue. I, I was on generosity. I declared it for a place last start at about $3.40, and it ran fourth after being held up for the entirety. It was one of the sicker watches of, of all time. But, uh, yeah, that, that should be the Quinella or a same-race multi or whatever you can do. I think that's probably an underrated investment in that race. I think it'll probably pay $3 plus, and I've got them... I'm a dollar fifty cash in about seven dollars um, generosity, but my third favourite is a million to one, twenty dollars, twenty dollars, twenty five dollars plus. So um, a really underrated investment in that race. And I've got a lot of respect. I've got a lot of respect for Patrick Carberry, but that's a big jockey change for mine. And Chris Parnham taking over. Yeah, look, so do I. He's, he's, he's really big at the big times of the year, Paddy Carvery, but he's just not riding his best at the moment. Simon Miller's um, record with him for the last six months is, is really, really poor, and his record with Chris Parnham going on is amazingly good. So you, sometimes you have to just look at statistics and recent statistics about how a jockey's going, and I, and I do think Chris is going a lot better than Paddy at the moment. Yep. Hey, love your work, mate. Appreciate it, and good luck today. Thanks, Gareth. You enjoy your day.